1: mcfarlane mcfarlane energy thanks so much for powering the brad foe show uh and we have been powered all the way through the trade deadline officially through the trade deadline we're on the other side of it so what to take away from it well listen we know we know all the particulars we know all the players you know that christian vasquez has left you know that reese mcguire tommy Pham, and now eric hosmer are with the red sox so so really it's been a roller coaster in houston here in houston the last few days In respect to, you go back to when Vasquez was still. I mean, that locker room, that clubhouse was absolutely stung. I don't think there's any question about it. They left it after that first game in Houston. And even though they won, there was still this element of pins and needles, beyond pins and needles, like knives and forks or whatever you want to say. I mean, there was like some uneasiness heading into the next day, all the way. And and Zander Bogarts didn't talk that day. And then we show up at the clubhouse for trade deadline day. Xander talks, and uh, as you can hear in the Bradford show on the go, uh, the latest podcast, you can hear Xander talk, and it was, you know, it was just like I said, like I tweeted, it was just discouragement, I mean, I think his buddy left, I mean, there was an element of that they were selling, they weren't adding, Uh, he was just discouraged across the board, and So now, then you go get through the deadline. I think that things are a little bit more optimistic. Not only because the Red Sox won, yes, the Red Sox won two in a row against Houston, a really good game, 2 1, uh, where Cutter Crawford comes through once again. Tommy Pham has an impact, and Raphael Devers is Raphael Devers. Not only because of that, but because you held on to guys. You held on to Nathan Avaldi, You held on to J.D. Martinez. You held on to Rich Hill. You held, held on to all these guys. You kept the things intact while adding a couple guys. Yeah, Eric Hosmer, Tommy Pham. It sort of feels, you know, with the exception of the Vasquez thing, which is obviously different from last year, but it does feel like last year in the sense of, like, you're adding these pieces where you're like, eh, but... We're going to have to see how this plays out. Uh, I think that an element of this, which, as I wrote about today, which I think is under the radar, which I think could help, is that when you look at FAM and you look at Hosmer, those are edgier guys, edgier in the good sense, veteran guys who come in, who can sort of be their personalities, be their, you know, have their influence on the clubhouse. In, in a way which you know a twenty four year old can. I mean, just be honest. And Hosmer is a very well respected guy in that Padres clubhouse, as Fam told me. Said, listen, you know, like I'm sure that that won't go over well in the San Diego clubhouse because Fam obviously played with uh, with Hosmer with the Padres. So I, I do like that dynamic because this dynamic of the clubhouse is one where you have good guys professional guys but it, it just feels like there could be a little bit more edginess like maybe i'm totally wrong maybe it doesn't matter but i i think it certainly can't hurt all right so i think i want to address here before we play the audio of jd martinez and nathan avaldi two guys who obviously were relieved that they stayed, I think, and everyone was relieved in that Red Sox clubhouse that they stayed. you got to give Haim Bloom some credit here. You have to give him some credit because he, we said, this is a defining moment for Bloom heading into the last day. He got Hosmer, all right? This is what they did. They got Hosmer. Now, is he the be-all, end-all? No. Is he going to be what Schwarber was? I don't know. Probably not, right? But you got him for nothing. You got him for nothing. You're basically... Yeah, you traded Jay Groom, but Jay Groom wasn't going to be a part of this equation. And maybe he emerges into something, maybe he comes back and burns him, I don't know. But I think you do that trade every single time, uh, considering what you got in Hosbert and what he might mean to the here and the now, and also because of his contract, because you're talking about a contract where you have to pay him less than a million dollars for the next three years, and each of the next three years, it's, if you don't want him, you move on from him. You're not taking a hit. I mean, you're you're the, the Padres are paying forty five million dollars for him. You're paying seven hundred thousand a year. So it, it, it's a no brainer. So it, okay, you have Hosmer here. You see if it works. Maybe you it trickles in the next year or in the off season. You want to deal them or you want to release them. Whatever you want to do, it doesn't matter. This is a no brainer. And so you've got better defensively at first base you got a guy, maybe you catch lightning in the bottle in terms of offense, who knows. But it's, an, uh, it's exactly what they needed. Or, you know, listen, I mean, you could go to high end, but in terms of what was reasonable, in terms of getting, he's a good fit. I mean, a good fit. So this is where I think you are got to give Hein Bloom some credit. And also, as you're about to hear with both J.D. and Nathan, that you give Bloom credit to is what they have revealed. Which is before they left for Houston, Haim talked to called them into the office and said, Hey, listen, is there any questions that you have about the deadline? This is what we're thinking, this is where we're at. And you know, I think that Haim gets a lot of heat for his communication skills sometimes, but this is a good example of be good at communicating. This is a good example of what you should do. You call these guys in. You talk it out. You say you have concerns here. My doors are always open. If you listen, you know, if we get the right deal, it might be a different thing. You might be moving on. But if you have any questions, this is what we're thinking, so forth and so on. And I think that that's something that, as we went through up until the deadline came and went, we didn't have an idea that that happened. But as you're going to hear with both JD and Nathan. That that's exactly what happened. I think they they were very appreciative. And again, they, that goes a long long way. All right, so trade deadline coming, gone. We'll start out with Ivaldi. We we'll start I grabbed Ivaldi after the game on Tuesday night. Uh, just me and him talking in the hallway on his, his on his way to the bus, and then we'll get to JD, who talked just minutes after the deadline. Okay, subscribe, rate, follow, listen, all of it. We appreciate it. We'll keep the content going. We'll have a longer Bradfoe show with Coop and the gang uh, coming up here soon. We've been running around here in Houston. Tread deadline has come and gone. All right. Deep breaths. All right, here you go. Here's Evaldi. Good feeling. Yeah, I mean... Like I said from the beginning, I want to win a World Series here.
0: You know, from the start to the end, uh, we were six games away from it last year, and you know, having the guys, I and mean, obviously getting rid of Vasquez was a, it's a tough one for us, and it's hard to see the future with the two prospects that we got for, from him. But you know, getting that Hos- uh, getting Hosmer in that deal as well, and uh, you know, McGuire, Fam, like getting Hosmer in that one, I mean, that's a huge pickup for us. And, excited for him to, you know, get here tomorrow. But I mean you see the impact that we got uh, with Pam tonight, you know, he had a great plays over there and left and then he also uh, you know, the first knock of the game and Raffy was back and you know, once we got our pieces coming back, I mean uh, you know, we're playing a really good we're playing a really good team right now and we don't have all of our guys with us and, um, and we've won the first two
1: months more. Is there I mean was there like a palpable feeling like once sort of once you hit that deadline and was like, okay, I mean, it was just go. kind of yeah. It's just that sigh of relief,
0: just yeah. Because you re- you really you don't know what's going to happen, especially when we're on the fences as to if we're going to sell or if we're going to buy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you do know, You really don't know what is at stake and what what's going to happen. A so, lot different uh, than when you left the clubhouse last night, probably. Like we're going for yeah, going for yeah. Through of the course, day, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's like I said, it's you never know what you never know what's going to happen. And uh, you know, JD and I were still here, Bogey's still here. You know what I mean? Like you, you got some you got the guys. Uh, you know, all the talk was the world. we were all going to be traded, yeah. and you know, uh, it shows that they believe in us and they believe in the guys that we have. And, and it's been a little similar to last year, where we go out, we make a big splash, and then we pick up two other guys as well. And um, you know, we'll see what we'll see what happens. But I mean, we got a lot of our guys coming back, and everybody's doing, uh, everybody's healthy, and you know, we just go from there. Last thing is there is there an excitement now? Like, is there like you said, like you... I, I think it's just the guys are just uh, believing in ourselves again, you know what I mean? We, we had we had a tough stretch, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we went through it at the beginning of the season and that second month we turned it around and then we kind of hit that right there before the all-star break and after the all-star break and I feel like now it's, uh, you know, we had the, I don't want, I don't want to say distraction, but a distraction really from um, the trade deadline just because we didn't know what yeah. was at stake and I think now we go out there and, you know, go out there and compete and we can play the game. Did, did you ever talk, JD said he talked to high like a few days just before you left. Have you mm-hmm. ever talked to heim? Um, I mean, heim just pulled me into the office and explained to me what was going on, but I mean, it took, you know what I mean? Everything, you know what's going on. Right. You know you're, you, there's a possibility of you being traded and uh, I mean, that was really it. Yeah. He asked, if, he asked if I had any questions, you know, he just reassured me that whatever, uh, if I had any questions that I could go to him and ask him at any time. And I mean, I knew that already, but it's nice to hear from him. But. At the same time, he also said that he wasn't going to just trade me to trade me, that he was going to try to get the most out of me. Um, I mean, it's it's nice to hear, but then you know you never know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just nice to have it all out of the way now and go out there and be ready. What? Be- Happy? No, I'm with the
2: fan, you know Yeah, like I'm excited. Um, you know, it's kind of, I think a uh, relief off everybody's chest. Uh,
0: but see
2: what happens now you know see what, what happens we can maybe get a couple more pieces uh you know everyone kind of everybody got a little bit stronger so we gotta have to step up a little bit
1: you been do a lot in the last few days as a team the emotions seeing christian go waiting to see who else goes how good does it feel when the clock strikes four and you're told okay here you are this is it
2: um no one's told me that yet but <laughs> this clock <laughs> strikes four <laughs> Was there any yeah. communication for the front office throughout the whole thing, or? Um, I'm kind of just told me, you know, right before we left home, like he wanted to talk to me and kind of pulled me over, and he's like, just kind of gave me the update on what's what, and that was it really. But besides that, you no. Know, so without like getting the last couple of days, you know, so no. So right. no one told you just now that four o'clock's coming on, nothing happened. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how this stuff works. Alex said you're good. This yeah. Not getting
1: Alright, well, there you go. Well, so, without getting into specifics, when you did talk to him, did you come away from that feeling like one way or the other? I mean,
2: when I talked to him, I kind of expressed, you know, I understand. Like, I'm not, there's no emotions with me when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like, I've been traded before, I've been with my uh, fourth organization I've been in. Like, I understand the business side of it it's a business at the end of the day so you do whatever do whatever you think is going to be best for the franchise really It's not going to affect me wanting to come back here next year or not you know so make the franchise better if you in whatever way you can if you think we got a chance then let's go for it you know but I want to go for it you know I don't have I've got so many times left you know so many years left I want to be able to be in playoff contention every year.
1: We lost a couple of key guys obviously
0: Christian James. Bringing a couple of veterans, so it's kind of a you know add lose a couple of guys, but at the end of the day, they didn't blow it up. Also, it doesn't feel that most of the core is here, and an effort to try to go for it the next two months.
2: Yeah, I mean, it feels great. You know, we have a kind of the same team, I would say, in a different way. You know, We've got weaker in other areas, but stronger in other ones. So see what happens. Maybe it's just a different
1: look. Let's talk about different look. Possibly. Like a lot of people talk about, talking to Tommy about him. So you know, these guys are intense guys, right? These guys. It might be a little bit different dynamic for the clubhouse, right? Which yeah, it's a different
2: team. Yeah, you know, it's giving your team a different team, really, a different look. You never know. Could be. Could be. we you know, it's just, it's exciting to, like, just, not knowing i got to pack all my stuff and freaking have to move stuff across, you know, anywhere else, but.
1: I mean, as we sit here talking to you, Jason, again, I, mean, I know that we've been hounding you for, like.
2: Everybody. It's the most I annoying know. thing. Right, but, so it's over. Yeah, Congratulations. I know, I know. Everybody. My parents, everybody. It's just, yeah. oh, I'm like, leave me alone.
1: It's the chance. you look at the camera, just tell everybody. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. can leave you alone now. Yeah, you
2: can leave me alone now.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. To unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston based championship team.